everything's happening in my head. And if I don't have my head, then what would be happening? I've been having some kind of existential crisis lately. I'm used to those, you know, but uh, it's just weird, you know, I'm overthinking everything. I'm in a state of stability that I haven't seen in my life. I'm not used to not ruining everything <laughs> so quickly, you know. Um, yeah, I was talking to my housemate the other day, Usman, and I was mentioning like, hey, I've just been used to going through so much transformation, how I've, I get so close to complete destruction and then things recover. And now I'm doing fine, you know? But anyways, like what's going on in my head right now? I joined a new team at the company. I had a meeting with the Geschäftsführer about internal learning and development. It was cool. He has incredible energy, this guy. How he talks to you, creates the same page. It's, oof, I, I think it's insane. How this he has a very, very, very nice energy and charisma. And often I start stuttering when I talk to him because I try to match his tempo as a reflecting thing. And then I can't match his tempo, so I stutter. Anyhow, um, uh, the thing I'm feeling is more identity crisis than anything. It's more thinking... Uh, I see, I can't, I am, there is a constant thing that sees all the inconsistencies in me, right? How I'm acting towards different people, different situations that pop up. Uh, and there's certain sides of me I'm not seeing. And if I don't see them, I feel like they're not there. Even though I am capable of a lot. So aggression is one of them. I noticed and the questions in my head right now is like, what, what outlet for aggression do I have right now? And I don't really have one. Sure, there's working out or focusing on my life, some stuff like that. But uh, what's a proper outlet of aggression? Am I approaching women the way that I do because of thinking like sex can be a certain way a male can uh, display aggression you know in the process in the mating process is it uh, it's it's not like there there's a part of me that wants to smile and have fun but there's a part of me that's like, how are you so stupid that you can't see what's right in front of you? As if people should see things the way I see them, you know? Um, and then there's a part of me that just forces aggressive, aggressive behavior just out of, why not, you know? I notice something from someone and then I decide to lay some facts on them. I haven't done that in a while. But I have the feeling like I need to explain to people what's wrong with them. I was, uh, you know, looking up online, 
trying to find a healthy way to release aggression, right? I have a person coming up in a month, like literally. I'm really happy for that. Uh, and I remember in the person, I really felt this anger, you know, I really felt this aggression. And the only thing I could do there was sit and meditate even more and breathe more. So I felt it, you know, in the breath. And it came at me in, in a very strong way. But then it was replaced with compassion, love, understanding, the seeing the fact of confusion in everything, you know. And it's a bit, you know, it's weird. It's like, if I if I ask myself, hey Khalid, and I'm doing that now, hey Khalid, how can you release your aggression better, healthier? One form is writing, uh, journaling or writing a story or, or getting the characters to be a certain way. Uh, that leads me to the idea of control, it becomes this aggression as an idea of, of getting the kind of control that I want, you know? Uh, what else could you do? Uh, I could hire prostitutes and just have sex with three women at the same time just to see myself be a fucking complete monster, an animal. Um, there's boxing and martial arts, but I don't feel like I can put that in my life right now because just the way the German culture is, is, is isn't... The German culture in itself has a dampening on aggressiveness, you know. It doesn't want to show any of its animal anything. People are distant, people are so far up their asses in their own lives that it's just mad, you know. Um, of course not everyone, but this is a culture that really minimizes any idea of aggression. So even when we're boxing, it, it feels like... Uh, what am I really learning here, you know? You, like, you guys aren't pushing me and, I, and we're just uh, doing some cardio for an hour and with some technique. Sure, there's some sparring, but the sparring is also, like, it's not crazy. Like, when I think about it and I start, you know, making up stories in my head and illusions, it becomes more a thing of... Um, it becomes more a thing of... I don't have a circle of community where I can, within this community, show a certain version of myself. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not in a group of fifty or twenty people who do something together very regularly. I have work, but it's not the same thing. Like I don't have a community where things are going on, where there's stories between characters and me. You know, I'm trying. To, it seems like I'm trying to create stories with people. Like I'm, I'm trying to connect to make something interesting happen. When I really like now, I'm talking about it. I'm like, what's the most interesting thing I can do in Berlin right now? It's leave the city. It's the most interesting thing <laughs> I can do. Like, what's what's the most interesting? Like, there's there's a lot of different uh, places that play different music, but it's all the same thing, you know. It's all the same lost people who haven't found anything that they're passionate about or if they're passionate about it it's not anything that will solve anything real you know and, and then then I feel like it's a problem that I, I face you know because instead of instead of bitching all this time and, and being in my head as often as I am you know uh, I could just be sitting down and writing but if I, if, if I wasn't approaching the world the way that I am 
there's so much that I wouldn't be learning. You know, there's there has to be such a good balance between the creative part of writing and and the actual learning because I learn from every person I interact with although often I go through the same like a very consistent loop in my head um, and uh, it leads me to different places that I otherwise wouldn't be you know I remember um, I went to the library and I was walking and I saw like f- this cute girl and I walked her direction and then I got closer and she wasn't as cute as I thought. And I was like, oh, I'm here, I might as well look at these books to my right. So I start looking at them. And uh, when I'm looking at books, I just feel like, what the fuck, I should pick up. And I f- picked up this one and it was, uh, it's, it's a book about how to get things done. The book in English is called Getting Things Done. I picked up the version German, it's called VHD, whatever, Geregelt Kriege. Like, how do I get things in order? And I was like, sure, I'm taking this book. And this isn't something that happened once. This is something that happened more than once in my life where my detour because of my wow and awe towards the feminine leads me to something that isn't the feminine but closer to something that I am, you know? Um... And then there's the reality. Okay, yeah, this book helped a lot. You know, I read the thir- first 30, 40 pages and I was wearing my headphones and recording myself. So I'm reading it out loud. And um, yeah, it's hella interesting in a sense because what it does is, uh, aside from the fact that I get to speak more German, you know, and, and read and I get to all these words that I think are important to me that I don't usually get in German because uh, he's talking about productivity and stuff so it's like words I care about written well and uh, the book's like 300 pages I think um, page 30 but he lays out the most important points I think like crazy early on and he's like uh, if you have something that you want to do sit down write down what you think the outcome should be for it to be considered successful and after that write down the physical steps you actually need to do to get this thing done. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. I sat down and I started writing all these things that I want to do and how I can do them step by step by step. And the flood of info and how how I realized like my brain can think you know, if I sat down with a with a problem and I was like, I need to figure out how to make this work for me, my brain will think it out. You know, it's just that I, I do think it out, but it's all like I, I keep so much info in my head that I end up putting myself in so many circles, you know, so you don't get through to the thought. You don't get through it. When you sit down and, and write it out, you, you get this info out so your brain can like relax, you know and also go through the steps and and like once you really see okay the steps are this 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 makes e- doing the thing so much easier so ever since then maybe that was two weeks ago three weeks ago i'm thinking early last week because i had a period where i was sick for two days uh i was sick like thursday friday and then started work again on monday not this week the week before and uh, 
I think it, w- it was like about three weeks ago when I started reading, I guess. I want to know the exact date because it feels like it's a critical moment. Yeah, they changed the UI on the recording app I use, so I don't know what the fuck where anything is. This is weird. Nope, never mind. So it's another app. Um, yeah. So 27th of April, I started reading this book. So about three weeks ago. And uh, yeah, so I just sat down and started writing things, man. And I, I, I feel like I got to figure out so much. I organized the my to-do list and uh, everything I have to do, I'm putting there. Uh, so like my brain is, is generally more relaxed about getting the things it needs to get done done but there's also the entrapment of, of thinking that doing all of these small tasks is going to get me anywhere you know uh, because I feel like uh, although I don't know how the fuck I spent today to, honestly but I think like instead of thinking about all these things I think I need to keep doing as if thinking about them is going to solve anything I wish I just sat down and wrote for half an hour about a character and a story but anyways i'm gonna i'm gonna try and use this technique more to be a bit more strategic with how i get things done step by step like stories or or vernon the scenes that i think i need to write out and which ones i should try and write out first and when you know but that's helped me a lot. I feel like I'm becoming more organized as a person. And a part of me feels now a bit of disappointment because I, a part of me wants to focus so much on this newfound capacity to or self-organize that I'm disappointed when I'm not doing it, you know? It's like I should have been organized two weeks ago. I'm still not as organized as I would like to be now. And I could have been as organized as I want to be two weeks ago is what I tell myself. And I think it's true, you know, I think if I didn't watch that movie or if I sat down another 30 minutes or an hour while I was in a state of I'm organizing stuff, I would have probably done more. But um, I I don't know, I just don't know. Um, I organize so many different things, I don't even know where it starts. My papers, my some things in my room, I don't even know what. Uh, my clothes a little bit my documents on my work laptop, my emails on my work laptop, uh, my notes. Now at work, I'm not, I'm noting down everything because I don't want to hold on to any information in my head and I'm, I don't have the energy to hold on to that information, you know? So in that sense, I'm just not going to hold on to it. Um, so yeah, yeah, if I didn't, if I wasn't random in that sense, uh, I wouldn't have caught that book and four others that I think are valuable you know it's this part of me that goes and is like oh shiny let me see uh is the part that that seems to really benefit my creative part you know because without the proper input the output what's the output going to be 
and what do I want the output to be, you know? Uh, I joined Toastmasters for the first time. Uh, they did the first physical meeting in two years, I think, or five months. And uh, I went there as a guest, and it was in German, and I sat there, and it was fun. And I got called on. Everyone was like, there were two people who gave really good speeches. One of them, huh, not so much. Um, and then I was called on randomly, like the third or fourth person. And the topic that I had to, to, to present on was you're talking to your business partner or client and you have no idea what they're talking about. And I stand up and I go and I get on stage. I'm wearing a blue shirt and white pants and um, I look at the audience, I look at everyone, and I don't say anything for a second. <laughs> and I look at them, and I say, Umsatz. Feel, feel, feel. Umsatz. And that means revenue or profit. A lot, a lot, a lot of profit. And everyone just fucking laughs like crazy. And I continue with that kind of style, you know? Like, I've talked to the partners, everything looks to have a green light, you know? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I didn't know what to say at some points. Um, there's someone ringing a bell every time someone says, um. And um, at the end, I'm like, I go to the to the wall behind me. I'm I'm like, hey, hello, on the phone. Oh, I'm sorry, it's my wife. I have to go pick up the kids. Uh, we can talk about this tomorrow. Uh, if I'm not sick, you know, by any chance. Everyone laughs. Uh, I say um at the end, just literally as soon as I end. And I think that's why I said um, because I was trying to look at the time to see if I can stop. Because there was a woman also putting, showing us like how long we've been talking. Uh, through lights and yeah I sat down I think I think that was funny but as soon as I sat down all I'm thinking about was how I could have taken I could have played the role more seriously uh, I have my energy and there's a part of me that's resistant to changing the level of energy that I'm in you know but then you're in a different space and what is the energy I have to show and maintain then to make that stage okay you know, and then go to the next one properly. Because I could have played the role a lot more deeper, like uh, with more patience and more embodiment, more natural embodiment. And I, I, although like I deal well with many situations, I just feel so detached from feeling connected to anything here in the city, genuinely speaking. Like I don't feel connected to the people I talk to. I don't feel connected to uh people when i say people i talk to people that i, I meet at these events in a sense are f f they're fresh and refreshing but also like people i meet anywhere outside where i see a cute girl and i say hi it's always it's been to me feeling very often like i'm not myself i don't care uh i don't want anything from this person and why is everyone so crazy distant? 
why can't I feel like I'm I'm loved and appreciated? Uh, is it is it something I'm? Is, should I just be so accepting of just being around people who aren't focused on anything really? You know, um, I have one friend really in the city, two friends, uh, Felix and Mahmoud. And Felix, Felix is uh, I I enjoy talking to Felix because Felix will be will break something down and build it back up with you and and not be so attached to whatever outcome you know. And that's a friend I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to be friends with this guy. Um, then there's some moments where it's like, uh, it feels to me like he's a bit way too detached, which maybe I, I am like that too, you know, in some cases. But just like sometimes, like if I, if someone tells me they have a problem, to me, it's so clear what I'm going to say to this person, you know, as if I know what the fuck the answer to anything is. Uh, but then when it comes to me really thinking about myself, I don't think I have a, a single answer. Like, I don't know who the fuck I am. I don't know who I am. I am so inconsistent. I'm, I'm consistent in a sense, but I'm so inconsistent in who I am and what I am and the people around me. It's so hard to pin down and be like, oh, this is this guy. What the fuck do I base myself on, you know? I did that uh, 45-minute meditation maybe a month ago, asking like the self-questioning meditation, who am I, and focusing on the voice and the sound and the fact of seeing so much. And then I, I the next days were so weird for me. Today, I, I, when I woke up, and I woke up like really shit, uh, I've been I've been starting since Thursday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I woke up at six in the fucking morning and I went straight to the gym, and I worked out and I came back and I had a very nice breakfast and I started work and then started my day. Today I wanted to do the same, but my housemate had an alarm ringing at five in the morning, and it rang for fifteen minutes straight. And I went and I knocked on her door. And she wasn't in her room because she's having sex with this other fucking guy in this other room. I'm not going to go fucking knock on their door. And she just had this alarm at five. And what the fuck am I am I supposed to do? You know, um, so like this is this is one prime reason to why I think fuck both of you for sleeping with each other, because you're so fucking blind to both of yourselves you both make so many mistakes now that you weren't doing before towards the house and you're so caught up in your own shit together that uh, it becomes disgusting for the people living with you, you know, and I feel that way. Uh, so this is why I just don't talk to them. I feel like the more I see from how they are, I'm like, how the fuck can any of you... Yesterday I came back home and this girl was in the bathroom for like an hour and 10 minutes uh, at ten, at between like nine forty and and ten fifty p.m., like really late, and I got some things for the bathroom, soap, bottles, and because she's so long into in the bathroom, I left them outside the ba- door of the bathroom, and I went into my room and I slept without even brushing my fucking teeth, because she lasts, she stays in the bathroom for so long, and I wake up at five to her alarm, and it's been an entire day. And the three people I live with, none of them bothered to take these soap bags into the bathroom, you know. Uh, and to me, it's just like uh, I don't know what what points you to you people think you need to prove, you know. But it's just 
to me, I think it's so disregarding and disrespectful to distance yourself so much from things in the house like this. Like, I, I'm not, like, I, if, if Slavian wasn't having sex with this girl, he would have told her 13 different things that she's doing wrong. But no, it's just me who he keeps saying things that are wrong to. It's just me who uh, he's so ready to, to lecture. And it's me who he's so eager to hold on to the past. Like today in the morning, I was just waiting for my bread to toast. So I'm just standing there in the kitchen. My mind is like semi-blank. And Slavian is at the sink. And because like my head was just in the direction of him, he looks back at me like... Like as if I'm looking at him as if there's something wrong, but he he's so up his ass, this person that it's just mad. So like this is a lot of the the narrative that's happening in my head, you know, like noticing things that they're doing, and then thinking, ah, oh, this is more of a reason why I don't want to talk to them. But I feel like they need to wake the fuck up to the fact that they're fucking shit, you know, with a lot of things and. Uh, that I spent so much time thinking I'm the one who who's wrong, you know, or I'm the one who uh, and seeing how they act after the fact and all of that anyways so I have anger and I want to know how to release it properly and to me it always seems like the proper recipient should be that person, you know I was saying, I was looking at YouTube videos about the topic and uh, it's it occurred to me that growing up I did not have a healthy example of a parent who knew how to deal with their, with their anger. My dad shouted, pushed me through classes, uh, acted very vulgar, very childish, said things about you that didn't make any sense, but he'd say, like, he'd tell me I'm stupid, and he'd, he'd be a kid and just tell me, like, fucking insulting shit. My mom, uh, more, let's be crazy passive-aggressive, let's uh, snicker behind the person and, and plot until we figure something out, and uh, let's, um, I don't know, talk to, our, to all our friends about it and tell everyone outside of the house everything that's going on and shout and, and cry a lot and be crazy emotional about what's going on. And I don't know what the fuck I am now, you know? I... I I can project calmness, you know, I can, and I've had phases where I was calmer than I guess now, but uh, I'm saying this now and all I'm thinking is I seem to mimic my mom in her reaction to her anger, like this uh, pent-up energy that she doesn't know what to do with, I don't know what to do with, this feeling of being uh, brought down and not knowing how to come up this feeling of desperateness to try and come up. Uh, trying to hold on to something and not knowing what to hold on to. Yeah, I mimic my mom a lot. My dad um, is in the hospital. He came back home today, but he was feeling like his blood went down a lot the last uh, few days. So they took him to the hospital. 
and they did an operation and he went to the hospital like for four days and he they did a colonoscopy where they put they saw his his stomach from from the top and from from his anus and his rectum and uh, they didn't find anything they gave him units of blood but uh, all of that together, 2,400 JDs, and like, what the fuck, you know? Uh, he doesn't, he he can't move now anymore, right? He, like my mom said it, I had a wonderful conversation with my brother and mom, first Musa and then, then Mama and Musa, and um, he, he, my mom said it as if like my dad has a case of paralysis my dad is so rigid in his back because he spends all he spent six good years smoking and sitting on the, he, he all his life he sat and watched a lot of TV you know and um, he's with the fat and the lack of health and just his his back doesn't bend forward and, and straight like a normal back should bend his back is just rigid and he's fat and it won't move left and right so like in bed he's like a turned around turtle that can't can't move you know uh, so I remember him at the hospital bed moving his hands uh, left and right you know uh, everyone has to help him move everyone has to help him walk he doesn't want to walk he doesn't want to bother. He doesn't want to spend any energy that he doesn't have to. He ha he has his immediate things, and mom said that very well. He has the immediate things that he wants, and uh, he only focuses on those. You know, he'll walk straight to the bathroom. He won't take ten extra steps and till to have grown up an entire life telling someone all your life like please just put a little bit of care into yourself but there's a quality in Arabs specifically that I dislike there's this quality of uh, Allah 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 it's a quality of I take my hands away from this. God let it happen the way that it, sh it should happen. And this is like I we had Eid after Ramadan ended. That month passed so fast. Um, I called a lot of my aunts and uncles and whatever, and I more than once would I told one of my aunts like, "Hey, Habibti, why why don't you take care of your diet? You know, you maybe you should be avoiding these foods." Blah blah blah. And she's like, Allah bifrijaha, Allah bistorha, khalas, hayna adi. You know, and it's like, no, it's not, it's not adi, it's not alright. If you stopped eating so much fatty foods for, I don't know what the fuck you're eating, you know, first off, we're gonna get to that. But whatever it is, if you change how you eat, your life changes. But it's just, this person has been this way for so long. To think that, oh, they have to do anything. I think, I think they just want to keep living this way to die to be done like, done with it i don't know what the fuck people think about their, themselves and the value they bring to the world 
but yeah i was having those conversations it felt like really real this overlap between generations and you lose these people and you lose their perspective forever you know everything they've seen growing up in you and the world that they lived in and that we don't live in anymore is fucking gone you know with them there's no one to tell you about it anymore except maybe someone who heard it from someone and then they're not family and i don't i don't i want to feel like i have a family i want to feel like i have people in my life that care about me a lot you know and i don't feel like i'm cared for at work a little bit i like my my colleagues and boss but uh i'm lacking a crazy feeling of i want someone to care for me no one cares for me who the fuck cares for me where the fuck have i felt someone cares about me you know and i'm trying so hard to put myself out there for the world so that i feel like oh someone could i'm trying to force finding someone to care for me and that's it the other day I was thinking like maybe I just don't even think I'm a good person you know maybe I try all this uh, halabalulu going around stuff so that I feel like I'm a good person but so many people are just fucking asleep to the fact that there's anyone besides themselves and all I can fucking even think about is the fact that everyone around me is real but you know like I said it's all in my head anyways no matter what I think even if I think there's anyone else besides me, it's still something I'm thinking. Uh, once I'm gone, to me, this world is not uh, not anymore. Just one knot, not two knots, one knot. So my housemate Usman gave me some themes after we played FIFA that I can write with. And I started to write, I wrote a short story, like 3,000, 4,000 words. I didn't edit them and I just sent them his way and I was like read them and give me feedback <coughs> sorry uh, but it was nice it was nice to just sit down and write out something that was different from uh, a stream and a stem of nothing I just brought all of this and to me it made so much sense at some point you know and I like that feeling when the story comes together and it makes sense uh, I've been thinking about my ADHD a lot uh, I've been listening to a podcast of a guy who has ADHD talking about ADHD and with other people who have ADHD and it's so nice to just feel like I can relate to these people. What they're saying, what they're going through, how they try to go around it, how other people don't understand, how there are some things that you can work on or do or keep in perspective. It makes it all so much better. Um, so I've been dealing with it in that way waking up at 6 and going to the gym sleeping earlier um, I, I've i been crazy vegetarian the last while uh, maybe I felt like I'm eating way too many eggs I, was, I started and I was like for the next week just don't eat eggs but yesterday I was like let's meet 
now so I got myself a chicken and a steak and I cooked the chicken in the oven and I ate half of it then gave the other half to some homeless people and then there were gypsies in a corner close to the main station and uh, I gave I gave one of them the chicken and, and shoes and then this other gypsy from her tent came out really fat running hey hey uh, I have three kids um, give me some money like three euro four euro I was like uh, I don't know what the fuck she said maybe in my head I was thinking okay maybe like I, I get her some water and, and something else but I'm not just gonna give her money so I'm, I start I don't know what I was saying I was like I'm not gonna give you money I wanna see you buy it and she's like okay like if I go with you then would you would you would you go to the supermarket and, and I was like yeah okay come let's go she went to her tent, she wore her shoes, and she came back with her and her kid. And her kid was just as fat as she was. And, and it wasn't a kid, it was like, she was like at least 13, 14, but really fat. It's crazy how there's this fat, I don't understand like how they're living this way. The other woman I gave the, the shoes and the chicken to just went in her tent and it was fine. And then, uh, and she's like, okay, let's go to the supermarket. I'm like, listen, if we're gonna go to the supermarket now, I'm not going to give you more than five euros, just know this. Because she started talking about getting this and that and that. I don't know what the fuck she was saying, really. And then, um, yeah, she's like, oh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to need this and this and this. Like 30 euros would be a good good number. I was like, goodbye, have a good evening. <laughs> I just walked away. Every single time she mentioned something to me, it it, it tripled, you know. Uh, and it's so quickly tripled, you know, small thing, big thing, bigger thing. So it was like three euro, then then more, and then thirty. All of a sudden, I was like, "Good evening." I walked away. Uh, before going there, I saw two girls walking together, and there were one of those girls that had like really like like big asses. I was like, "Let's just say hi." So I say hi to, to and I'm carrying shoes and these two Tupperwares of chicken, right? And I'm like, "Hey, hi." do you speak English, do you speak German, I don't know what the fuck they looked like, and they're like, yeah, English is fine, I was like, hey, like, uh, hi, do you want to go have a walk sometime, you know, and she's like, oh, we don't walk, we just sleep, ha ha ha, and they walked away, and I, like, the second I said hi to them and uh, talked to them, I don't want anything to do with them, you know, but it just ends up being something like, let me, let me just interact and see, what the fuck uh, is gonna happen? I don't know why I even put myself in this situation anymore. I think I've just fell into. I don't know what it is. Uh, when I find out, I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, like the generally the egg stuff, the energy. I feel like there's just a lot of energy that's coming up. You know rage and anger trying to again organize i want to see how i can focus again on on the right things i feel like i need to dedicate the upcoming saturdays for things like online courses that i can do here in my in my room very quickly and efficiently just to have something up that's a bit better than the things i made back in uni and then spend time regularly just for Vernon while adding in 
some creative writing every now and then just for the sake of peace of my mind. Uh, I'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow morning and uh, go to the office afterwards. It's almost 11. So I'm just gonna upload this and pass out, yeah. I have two four terabyte hard disks on the table in front of me because I want to back up the laptop, free a lot of space, and have two backups of the laptop and my phone and my previous two phones. Like I wanna have a complete proper catalog. So this is a project that I've been wanting to do for a while actually, since they came like this uh, weekend. And I wonder when I'll do it. Uh, I think I'll just have to schedule a time. I have to think like this is a one and a half hour thing because of the phones as well and the audios that I have. I want to categorize it all really well. But I'm getting better and better at organizing. It's just the fact that now that I think like my dad's like just cost us 2400 JDs out of nowhere and I'm thinking like this these 2400 JDs could have changed someone's life somewhere there he's just just a weight he's just a weight that's heavy and there's something about it that's light but also fuck that you know uh it's like, like, like that. Really, like, what the hell, what the hell, man? Nothing I can think about how you think makes makes sense to me, and uh, the way you're acting is just taking from all of us. And then, and then, like, in your head, it's like you don't even want to put the math together for other people I don't know how 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 damaged someone can become like that because he's not he's mentally not okay as well not just physically he's mentally also not in a good place so as I'm not saying this and it's like I have any t malice towards this person you know he's my dad uh, if we didn't take care of him who's gonna take care of him and And he took care of me all my life, you know. Although, like, for me, he paid for my schools and he paid for my uni up until a certain point. Then my brother was paying for my uni. But it's like, to me, it's still, it's still like, uh, of course it was your responsibility to pay for my school. Like, it's not like, it's not like I can give you extra credit for, for doing the thing that you're supposed to do as a parent, you know in a way but also even growing up you were very you gave me a lot of love but you gave me such a crazy kind of aggression you gave me such a crazy kind of fear of always thinking this guy is gonna fucking ki kick my ass you know i had times where i was fucking terrified of him coming to beat me um and all of that is in me and it's all stuff i don't acknowledge you know uh, and like what 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 am I who am I like I I'm thinking more and more it seems to me like there is a there is a principle in my head that I keep turning around and that principle mainly is uh, how can something hurt me how can something really hurt me and how much hurt do I really just inflict on myself and how much of that is even in my control you know 
when I was at the Toastmasters, the girl in front of me presented, and her presentation was horrible, honestly. Like, she spoke way too fast, uh, tried to... Her tone was consistent, one tone the entire time. Her hands were moving like she might hit you, and she's pacing back and forth, and a million things. And I was like, oh, this is horrible, you know? And... uh, it's like you just sit down, you know, breathe for two minutes in front of these people, understand the idea of pace, and reaffirm the idea of pace in yourself. And as much as I'm saying this now to her, in a sense, I'm saying it to myself. But we have notes that we write things on, yeah? Um, we give them to these presenters as feedback. So I wrote mine, and I was like, you have to write a positive and then a negative, like something she could improve. I wrote, uh, I like your passion, you know, she gave she gave a lot of passion. And then my, my tips were, tie a bell around your waist, in the sense that then you'll hear, I, I just wrote tie a bell around your waist. And the second one was, do sun salutations, your hands can have more fluidity. So I gave her two very practical things that she could do, like putting a bell on your waist, you'll see when you're moving how you're moving and then the sun salutations you you need to you need to bring fluidity into your hand because she was like like sticks like three cornered sticks that were just laying things down so for me that was like just horrible and i know that to me to me writing feedback that clearly with actionable steps that you should do to me is like the thing to do, you know, so I gave her the paper and then I saw the second that she got it, like just her air, you know, the, the energy around her was an energy I always saw from my sister Noor, an energy of I'm not enough, the people around me don't like me, shit, 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 uh, and a certain kind of bitterness towards the person that would have instigated that, which would be me, you know. I don't know how accurate this is, but it just felt like 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 that. It's a feeling I had from my sister. I had it from this person too. And um, and what? Uh, yeah. By the end of it, the guests had to say a few words about their experience. And a lot of people said a lot of beautiful things. When it came to my part, I just said, oh, you, everyone here is so lovely. Everyone loved that. And then I said something like, uh, it's wonderful to see how, you know, people in the space, you know, you give, I don't know what the fuck I said exactly. Then I commended everyone for speaking and facing their fear. And it's like when you're on stage, you forget that the person might be afraid. And then I mentioned something just like very clear. And I was like, none of you are going to hurt me. And it just seems to me that how we hurt each other, the only thing that can hurt us is ourselves. And I just laid that and then said thank you and, and stopped. And I really don't think the girl in front of me got the message. Um <laughs> Because, like, it just felt to me like this person in front of me is generating so much pain for themselves, you know? Maybe I should have talked to her, who the fuck knows? 
who the hell knows man what's right or wrong and you think you learn and you keep going fascists and telling them they're fascists does not help uh, making them think you're a fascist too and then destroying them from their roots that helps or making them think that they're, they've got you when they really don't got you that helps um, I know what I'm talking about I hope I hope I stay healthy and I got barefoot shoes I'm happy about really nice shoes good reward I'm gonna have to send my mom a decent amount of money and I hope I get to see my brother in, in London sometime October September and uh, I hope I just sit down and sit with the idea of people and what I want from them sometime soon I think that would be alright for me I downloaded a lot of books on communication just to reassess how I'm approaching things with people but yeah, I would like that to just sit with the idea of what I think I want from people I'm gonna sleep now take care everyone